0: Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by The Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie?
1: Not too bad.
0: Glad you're doing well, and uh, so are fans of Edelgard. I don't know if you've checked in with them lately, but they're pretty pleased with themselves having uh, taken the lead in our Extra Life charity promotion. Um, Are you excited to play Crimson Flower uh, for our game club? Sure. (laughs) Just so, so many uh, feelings coursing through your body right now. I can feel it. Um, We are are definitely doing a game club in 2021, and the first one will be thanks to lovely Extra Life donors. And we are sitting right now at five votes for Crimson Flower and three votes for Verdant Wind. As I said, if Claude's your boy, support charity, uh, you get in there, and you donate and then we will we'll see this, this uh this off to the races, but um D- Dimitri's
1: the, not out of it either, so
0: No, you know, we're not disqualifying Dimitri, but he's certainly, you know, sleeping at the uh at the proverbial wheel, right? He hasn't is not moved uh yet, but uh it, it it does not take long to uh sort of get out the gate because it is a ten dollar per vote. So if you donate and it stacks, so if you donate fifty, like uh, Jimmy did last week, you'll get five votes to your chosen house. So definitely keep that in mind when you go to bit.ly slash extra life, Ryan, and we're going to have some amazing fun times in a couple weeks, but we'll, uh, we'll go over those details near the end of the show as well. We just want to keep everyone up to date on our runnings. Uh, Eddie, let's look at the banners this week. Um, I apologize in advance if I screwed up any of these dates because I still am not used to the fact that we are. Reporting the um, the end date is the last full date of North America. Also, the Pacific times they post in the calendars are consistently screwing me up, making me think that Faye is a day ahead, even though it's really not. I'm just reading the calendar wrong. Um, but uh, the Weekly Revival Banner 16 is running. The Land's Bounty goes until the 16th of November. Tempest Trials until the 16th. New ba- New Power until the 18th. Trick or Defeat until the 23rd. And in the moment, bringing us into November, ending on the 5th. No, December. Sorry. There I go again, just clinging on to November for some reason. Um, But yeah, December 5th is when that ninja-fueled banner will will end up. Um, Not a whole lot of summoning here at Summoner's Call, which is kind of interesting because uh, you and I both got nothing of note uh, from our free summons or even diving in. It sounds like both of us did not dive in, but we've definitely been enjoying our free summons. What, what say you?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'd already gotten all four of the ninjas from the new banner last week. No real new banner of note this week, so just a handful of free summons and got nothing of note out of them. Yeah, I don't even think I got any five stars. Only five star I got was um, Marth for the Resplendent Hero when I picked up a new round of Pay pass for Marth, uh, Child Lucina, and whoever the next one's going to be. Yeah, we're gonna
0: we're gonna talk about Lucina in just a little bit. Uh, our next resplendent hero after Marth, but um, before we jump into what's going on over the next week, uh, let's let's talk about Pawns of Loki, which is a new mode. Um, we talked a little bit about it last week when we talked about the Fey channel and then I kind of went down a rabbit hole and Eddie quickly reminded me that hey this sounds like a good conversation for our state of Fey episode uh but I did get a chance to play pawns of Loki and 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 as Eddie said last week it is auto chess it's the Fire Emblem Heroes auto chess and and takes the auto chess the the chess in the auto chess name very seriously as it is literally a chessboard type setup uh even the the background art is a literal board of chess so they they go they kind of run with it in in that way uh they take that baton and they they do not look back um i uh, did you as far as
1: i'm aware most auto chesses i haven't played them but i think most auto chesses run with that chess theme i think um uh what's you call what you call it hearthstone is the only one that doesn't because it's you know completely different type of game
0: I you know and I'll I'll be the first to admit I haven't played a lot of auto chess. I know people are really into it. Uh, I the Hearthstone one is really good. People obviously, uh, my co-host on Gamers End, she's a big but fan. Like of Like I Hearthstone. said,
1: I haven't looked into it much. I I've not played any auto chess. It's not even the Hearthstone one. So
0: what about the Fire Emblem Heroes one?
1: And yeah, I haven't even played the Fire Emblem Heroes one. I was getting to that cause, okay. Oh yeah, it started at some point.
0: I let me let me say this as someone who hasn't played a lot of auto chess. And also, who's complained a little bit about the gameplay state of Fire Emblem Heroes, in which we'll talk about um in in a couple weeks with Lords Without Swords, uh, two Lords Without Swords. But um, I kind of like it. It's uh, I don't know how long a tooth this thing's gonna have. Like whether it's a very funny enough. It's very, it's much more active than the other gameplay present in Fire Emblem Heroes, in the sense that you have to build your team each turn. So there's nine turns in this pawns of loki one pawn pawn of loki round uh or game or set or match or whatever and um that takes quite a bit of investment from a time perspective in that you are you you can build your brigade um your brigade your brigade that is where your formas are being pulled from um each i think each round has a different bonus so the first round was like um, uh, one one range attackers, and then the second round was two range attackers. So you could it kind of gave you a bonus to using more swords, lances, and axes in the first round, and then you know bows, mages, and whatnot in the second round.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I don't understand the numbers of it all. Uh, I kind of understand like sort of the the base brass tacks in that you know you the first round you start with one character on the on the board, and then you have enough um whatever the currency is to put another person on the board and then that ends the round and then and then the that is your input and then like auto chess you sit back and you watch it go and you either win or lose if you win you uh you get more points if you lose i think they give it gives you like a loser's bonus like a 50% bonus on the next round to kind of help you keep help it from help you from having the enemy snowball you although i really felt that in the easier Uh, difficulties I was able to snowball the enemy pretty quickly but like I said this is the most active gameplay that I've seen from Fire Emblem Emblem Heroes even though this this is literally got auto in in the in the name I mean I shouldn't be surprised because this is how all auto chess games modes work but uh it's um it's fun it's different it's it's the first time it still uses the Fire Emblem Heroes sort of attack and gameplay loop, but it's the first time we've seen sort of a actual uh, change to the way that combat loop works. There are still turns, but you're kind of not controlling your heroes. You're kind of building them up and, and the strategy of, you know, finding the same formas. So the more formas you add on to the, the board from your sort of uh, um your, your selection and you use your your uh, your points then uh that that will uh basically allow you to level up your characters so w- when you get a set of 3 they f- they form a together in form of Edelgard and they you know touch each other's fingers and then they they merge together sort of like Vegeta bonus oh, they style. a
1: lot more work than I realize in it to do all that animation. No, that, that, that doesn't happen.
0: I'm just kind of, I, I'm obviously joking around, but um, it, it's, it's interesting. And I, again, I don't know what kind of legs it's going to have. It's a, you know, from a time perspective, it's more investment. You're having to actually play as opposed to like queuing something up and letting your phone charge, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's interesting. It's, it's nice that they're trying new things gameplay wise and and honestly, I'm surprised it took them this long to add an auto chest. They're kind of a year behind in terms of the um the fervor uh for these type of modes uh but but yeah i'm I'm enjoying it um, technically
1: neat. so is hearthstone, so
0: yeah i mean well we're we're even further behind than hearthstone hearthstone likes to wait the year to see how things settle and then then give their really strong spin on it uh as opposed to just copy pasting right away. I I think with with pawns of Loki, it's not something that's gonna light the world on fire for this game. Uh I think I think it's still the characters and the character art uh that does that for this game. But I think from a mode perspective, it's um it's different. I don't know whether it how it fits into the rotation going forward, whether it's something that you're gonna actively want to check out once a month. But yeah. Like, what are your thoughts? There, you—you obviously missed it, but um, it's still going on. I think there's a third round starting tomorrow. Are you going to check it out, or is this not your your jam?
1: If I think about it, I'll probably try to check it out. But you know, it's never really interested me, and even this mode doesn't really interest me much. I mean, I'm sure some of the delay took them trying to figure out how to make it work within their game mode and their slavish desire to make it so that you can finish playing through in one session. Mm -hmm. Essentially, they they apparently never want to allow asynchronous play. Because that would be the... I mean, it's either hope that there's people online or do asynchronous play for actual PvP. But like everything else, they find some way to do it. You know? Yeah, I can see that. I think like right.
0: if you're jumping in to do pawns of Loki, you're pro- it, it is going to extend your session time. It's not something you can go in and do three rounds of or even two rounds of pawns of Loki and do the other stuff like uh in a normal sort of transit session or or even just a I'm gonna play my phone game for a little bit. It it's active in the sense that like once you start it, it's it's a good five to ten minutes to finish it. I mean you're you're not penalized for like leaving your phone. And I'm sure if you quit out of the app and you go back in, it's going to say, Hey, you've got a bookmark here. Um, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not, it's not penalizing you in a way. Like you said, it's, it's, it's all, it's all async. It's not synced up. Like you can kind of jump out and jump back in if, if you so see fit.
1: Yeah. And that's what I mean. It's all essentially what I mean by not having, not allowing an asynchronous mode in the game is they, it's all single player. Exactly. As- asynchronous is games like uh, what was that one that, you know, Battle Academy thing or whatever. Oh, where Hero Would take a turn. Hero Academy. You would take a turn, and it would send the info sent to Joss or whoever you're playing, saying, "Hey, they've made their turn. Now it's your turn to make a turn." That's what asynchronous play tends to be. I, I, for the record, loved Hero Academy. That was that game I'm was awesome. Not saying it was good or bad. I never really got around to playing it, or I think when I looked into it, it was about the time that it died kind of like Joss with Animal Crossing in the past. Yeah. Um, But, you know, they don't want to do that. They They want you to, you know, do the session all to yourself. They don't want, you know, either the Hearthstone method, where you have to hope that someone's online and it can pair you up with them, or the Hero Academy method, where you can send info between you and a friend. So because of that, they always sometimes take a little longer to build a thing. And some could argue that it's not as good as it could have been mm-hmm. because it's not the proper version because you're just playing against computers. Yeah, but it doesn't draw me in. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll find I do like it and play it when it next comes back around more. But I, I think know. I
0: think you'd like it if you if you gave it a shot. I mean, I think the 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 weakest part is that. Uh, it's pulling from your brigands and if you're not or brigades sorry and you haven't gone into your brigades in a while you might be like ah, this like setting up 40 i don't think mm-hmm. you it's tough like i i almost would rather i don't know if this is weird or not but it, it'd almost be more interesting if it pulled from your entire five star hero or even just your hero catalog i mean like if you have the hero in your catalog it's gonna pull it in um it is, but then again, that kind of removes like the deck aspect. Like you are building the, a deck. Yeah, of 40 the brigade, heroes.
1: The brigade thing limits it because you know, if it's, it it would have to choose a way to limit it on its own. If you don't limit it, because you know, you'll never get a triplet if you have, like me, a five hundred plus character barracks, and it's pulling from all of them all, all at once.
0: Well, uh, you. Um, you don't actually have to have three uh, three characters in your brigade. It's just, um, it, I think it just pulls like Well,
1: that. no, but the brigade, you know, limits it to 40 different characters at most, or mm. 20, or whatever a brigade size is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're so right. So it's got a pool of 20 characters to randomize up to you, and you're more likely to get a duplicate, you know, out of that 20, and out of, as opposed to out of 500. You know, if it's just picking random characters from that 500, the chances of getting the same character a second time are slim to none, even in nine rounds. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, I mean, I, I've uh, I've enjoyed it. I think it's one of the newest modes that that have been added to actually um, pique my interest. I mean, I really, before this would have been like Forging Bonds when they added like additional story. Again, like that stuff's really interesting when they play around with, with that side of things. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you checked out pawns of Loki and you want to share your thoughts, certainly hit us up in the discord or email us and we'll have that information at the end of the show. But Eddie, what is going on over the next week? Cause I got to know. And so do the listeners.
1: So starting by the 22nd, we do have a new heroes, uh, banner and login bonus. Uh, we, uh, we almost certainly should be getting the, uh, trailer for that in a couple hours. Uh and that is starting on the seventeenth uh at 2 a.m. Uh Forging Bonds starting the same day with a grand hero battle coming day after on the eighteenth. Uh we have the heroes with foil skills starting up on the nineteenth, a double special heroes banner starting on the twentieth, and a new round of Hall of Forms starting on the twenty-first. So Nice
0: stuff. Uh also uh, uh this was confirmed over the last week that the next New Heroes Plus Forging Bonds Revival in January will be Dark Burdens which includes fallen versions of Ike, Melkorin, Julia and lion or Leon as uh, the French say. Um the other options were let me just pull this up, Peony and More, Dread Isle and Journey Begins um I mean, is this just an Ike thing? People want more Ike, so they vote Ike.
1: Um, I think it's more the Fallen Heroes are fairly powerful. This was, if you recall, the one with no four-star focus, uh, not counting the thing, and I believe the Fallen Heroes the 2 tend to be fairly powerful. So another round of five summons and even another spark, if you sparked on the previous one, probably appealed to people on those heroes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: no, that makes uh, sense. Say what you want about Peony being mythical. She isn't so fancy that, you know, people are dying to get 30 copies of her. So I'm not horribly surprised she didn't win it. And you everyone's
0: know. already got a copy of her, right? Because she was yeah, free. everyone
1: has at least one copy of her because she was the guaranteed one. But uh, did, did you get uh, anything off of your five extra tickets or have you even remembered to grab them?
0: uh oh i didn't get anything off the five tickets i contemplated going back in you're talking about the bernadetta banner right the the latest yeah, yeah. i contemplated doing the spark for bernadetta but i i decided against it just to kind of see um what was coming next because i i'm still free to play obviously and got i don't know how many orbs i have right now but um just kind of saving them i want to be able to get a christmas hero this year Cause honestly, I haven't gotten one okay. instead of the Tempest Trials uh, yeah, one. if
1: you're just gonna wait for the Christmas banner, that's fine and all. Uh, I was just gonna say if you, you know, wanted, you'll have an hour. I mean, if you stay up late enough, you'll have a couple hours to try and spark that Bernadetta. If you wait, if the new banner doesn't interest you, but if you're saving for Christmas, that makes more sense.
0: I think I am saving for Christmas. I think I think my brain just kind of processed that as we were talking about it, and and I thought to myself like, yeah unless the legendary or mythic whichever one it is this at the end of this month is stellar i'll i'll even then i'm probably gonna wait for the christmas banner just to see what it is um it won't be a christmas Lin because we got a ninja Lin, so i'd highly doubt we get another one of those but um you never know we'll see how how christmas goes this year i can't even remember what last year's christmas was wasn't it um Gosh. All I can picture is 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 uh Robin with the with the tree, and I know that was year one.
1: That's yeah, that's the first year. That's not I know. last year.
0: But it's for some reason all I can picture. I don't know. I can't um wasn't there a reindeer guy or something? <laughs> last year was Sothis. Oh, that's right. The three houses stuff. That's true.
1: Uh well Sothis was the only three houses thing. The others were from elsewhere. Yeah. If I recall correctly. But I don't remember who else it was. I do definitely remember so was from last year's Christmas. Part of me thinks it was Erica and Ephraim. Uh, but there's another part of me that thinks that was the year with uh, Cecilia with the boot. And I don't think that was last year.
0: No, I don't know when that was. I mean, it's funny. I think it's like, I should probably just move on. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, from a Christmas perspective, we'll see what, what comes out. But it'll be here in, in two weeks. It'll be here before we know it. It's already on the calendar. So
1: One thing we know is it's not going to be Lissa since we already got a Christmas Lissa. That's true. Uh, speaking of Awakening, our next resplendent hero is Lucina, future witness. Uh, the base version of Lucina gets a resplendent form, and in that resplendent form, she is... Uh, I think it was dressed as Niffle, or... Uh, no, dressed as um, Lucifime, or whatever, Light Elf, and looking to be about, you know, 10 to 12 years old. Yeah. So...
0: I don't know... I, I Okay. I guess I understand if you re- if you remove the perspective of the fact that Lucina. What am I trying to say here? So, if this is Lucina actually as a, a what's the dream, ladies again? Nuffle no lawful spymer lawful
1: spymer lawful spymer Or
0: uh, yeah so if you think of it that way i mean they've kind of approached this from a different angle and i might be reading into this a little, a little more than i because we got we got a we got a lophus feimer uh damn that's not right we got one of the, we got a rendition of a book Four hero with erica and i don't think they yes. de-aged
1: her right didn't feel like it to me this one this one's and definitely maybe it's just a chibi art style but you know, I she, would say this is young. This is this is Lucina
0: me. as a kid. Like this is kid Lucina. I mean, this there's no it to my mind, there's no question here that this is uh this is a younger version of the character, which makes sense from the perspective of the fact that if they're not treating it as a costume, they're treating it as like maybe more of a what if. And again, I'm reading into this way too much, but if this is treated as a what if, then this is Lucina having joined the Lulful Sweimer folks yeah a little so far a little so far uh folks by you know uh agreeing to be uh, a dream uh person i i again i don't know the proper terms here but that that to me is what is what i'm seeing here again i'm not happy with i think if you're going to get a resplendent lucina or any resplendent i i think you have to treat the original character with uh well a uh, 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 resplendidness. you kind of have to like give us a better and cooler version that's the point of kind of in my mind paying for these these characters um I could be way off here but uh, what, what do yeah, you yeah I
1: mean resplendent heroes is not the place for what if if this is a what if version if you know as a kid Lucina had become a lo so far but that's this isn't the place for that the place for that is to do a banner. Uh, you know, light elf banner. You know, if you wanna do a chibi versions of the characters dressed as those so, so far, that's what the banners are for. So I agree that, you know, it should be traditional, you know, characters. And if you look at Erica, she might look a little bit younger, but she looks seventeen, eighteen minimum, which would be about the age she's supposed to be in the game. So mm-hmm. You no,
0: know? I think, I I honestly think the more I think about it, that this is, like you said, this is not the place for what if characters. But I, I think that's the easiest way to explain such a change. I mean, I'm not as well versed in the different versions of, you know, anime stylings. But like, maybe this yeah, is, if I'm
1: not mistaken, the chibi tends to look younger. So maybe it is attempt at a chibi art style for her. I don't know. Maybe I'm not fond of it again, like I'm, I'm
0: right there with you. I'm just trying to look at it from a different angle, but I'm, I agree with you. I think this is a, this is a miss for a character that is so beloved. um, As, as Lucina, I mean, yeah. uh, I think there's not, there's really not much more to say there. I think, uh, as you said, like um, for me, I've, I've got uh, the fate pass. I'm going to end up getting Lucina surely because I already had this subscription, but uh, I don't, I won't be changing. I'll be switching Lucina back for sure. Uh, are you going to be, you're, I guess you're going to do the same.
1: There's a very high likelihood I will. There's a small chance I'll just be lazy and not get around to it. But if I think <laughs> of it, I will be probably changing it back.
0: Yeah, I'll and, probably forget as well. But uh, as soon as I see it pop yeah. up, I'm like, oh, oh.
1: I mean, maybe yeah, the Chibi are, cool. Pass, I'm looking at the faypass Pass website and, you know, Lucina does look somewhat young in her original art, but this takes it, you know, whether it's the chibi art style or they intentionally de-aged her in their drawing, this looks, you know, far younger to me.
0: I, I would also say this, like, if you, if you ignore the character art and you look at the chibi art, like, it does, it looks very oh yeah, similar to... the little
1: to... character portrait looks fine, it's just yeah. the art is... looks... Yeah, I yeah. agree
0: but I think like for me and for you uh, and most people who, if you've turned off the character art, you're, or the character animations, you're, you're probably only seeing the chibi, which like, we probably will forget to, to turn it off. I mean, maybe, maybe folks uh, are excited about this change. I think most people in our circles were like, no, what'd you do to poor Lucina? Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, that's, I guess we'll see. We'll see when it comes by. Mm. Um, are you ready to jump into the Outrealm Gate, good sir? Because we've got a game club. We've got a game club. Sure, why not? Let's do it. Let's jump through the portal. Let's talk about Fire Emblem, Blazing Blade. We're doing the Lin route right now. And uh, we are going to be talking about Chapter 6. So, at long last, Lynn arrives in the land of her mother's birth. Lycia is a federation of territories, each one ruled by a powerful Marquis. Is it Marquis or Marquess?
1: I've always pronounced it Marques. Marques. Okay. The extra S to me and the lack of an extra E to me makes it be Marques. Mm-hmm. If it was E E one a single S, I would say Marquis, but
0: I think it's the French in me that's like seeing Q U E and thinking Key. Yeah,
1: anyways. Anyways, we'll call
0: we'll go with Marques. I think you're right. Uh now Lynn takes her leave of one of these territories. Uh Arafen and sets out to meet her grandfather, the Marquess of Kalin. However, the Marquess's brother, lungrin hungers to rule Kalin. He is preparing a deadly welcome for Lynn, who stands to threaten his grasp for power. In Arafin, Kent returns from the castle to let the group know that the Marquess of Arathin has supplies for their group. That good news does not last long, as large fires reported at the castle, followed by the appearance of en- enemy troops before harm can come to lynn wrath takes out an assassin and informs the group they can enter the castle through a secret passage by using three switches after we flip the three switches we enter the castle for more bad news the marquess of Arifin will no longer assist lynn in her quest as he does not approve of her sacre uh heritage is it sacre? Sacre? i'm gonna okay
1: you know what you added an r in there randomly for some reason
0: yeah why is there an r in there is there not supposed to be an r in there
1: Nope, it's S A C A E. That's why I've always called it S A S A in the past. But okay. okay. It popping up in game and I'm calling it S A K is why I now call it S A K. All right, well,
0: S A K Heritage. Not sure where that R came from. Uh, Lynn, proud of her sake roots, informs the Marquess that she wouldn't want his assistance if that is how he feels. She leaves and is joined by Wrath after he overheard the encounter. So Wrath gets a little, you know, Wrath rightfully so gets frustrated that uh
1: it, it's yeah. also he overhears marcus talk marcus talking after she leaves and despairing sacanian people more yeah so
0: it's uh he's not a he's not a good dude he is he's is a bad person oh yeah so it's um it's it's a fairly straightforward chapter i mean uh we joke this is the tutorial route this is very yep. the tutorial route
1: this is our weekly tutorial session this week we cover thieves doors, uh, chests in door keys. Uh, theoretically, I'm guessing they expect you to realize that any chest keys would work the same way, as well as lockpicks and a short, quick explanation of switches as they work in the Fire Emblem game. Hmm. I mean,
0: I kept I kept expecting these chapters to be a little long, like this chapter specifically to be a little longer, but these are very small. Uh, maps. Oh yeah, I
1: I expected this chapter to be a bit bigger and longer, and then I realized. Oh no. Those three tiny rooms with about five guys total is about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I understand from the perspective of trying to teach a whole new audience how to play the game. They kind of had to, they, they had to like lay it on thick, but I, I, I I still appreciated the introduction of, uh, Matthew and getting, you know, wrath on our side, you know, a, a a mounted archer. So it was nice to, to get those two new unit types added to the mix. Um, But it was fairly easy. Very easy.
1: Yeah, I understand you're laying on thick comment. But even then, this feels like they're laying on thicker than they need to. Because I feel like this is even a step back from last week. You know, I felt like there were a few more guys to deal with and a little more stuff to do on your way over there. That this one with so few guys and so easy to take them out one at a time that it was like, yeah, this was easy mode even for easy mode tutorial area you know yeah
0: no it was uh it was very simple like there there's not a lot to get caught out on and i mean Mm -hmm. i'm not even holding it against the game i think i think for the most part from this route you are you are if you know what you're doing you're moving through it pretty quickly uh there's not much that's gonna catch you off guard in my mind but um yeah Mm -hmm. Who knows,
1: we may encounter that first challenge next week when we actually cover two chapters. Uh, We encounter our first side chapter, uh, we should, next week. Uh, The tutorial will be teaching us about dancers, or singers, as we meet Nils and Ninian, and we go on a short side quest to rescue their stolen ring.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So look forward to that. Uh, we will blast through a couple more chapters and then we'll be heading straight into some extra life fun. But before Eddie details that fun business, as a reminder, you can donate at bit.ly slash extra life Ryan for our extra life promotion. $10 will get you a vote for our first 2021 game club. We're going to be playing Fire Emblem Three Houses, but we're letting you, the fine folks supporting charity, choose the route. And currently, Edelgard Crimson Flowers in the lead with five votes, and Verdant Wind is, sh- is not far behind with three votes. So if you want to support a great charity and get your preferred route from Three Houses played by us truly, you can go to bit.ly slash extra life Ryan. And as Eddie will soon tell you, we've got some fun planned in just two weeks. I thought it was next week. But it turns out that's not how time works. No matter how much you wish it was coming sooner, because um, I'm really looking forward to it. But uh, Eddie, drop some knowledge on us. What are we doing in two weeks?
1: Uh, yep. Uh, if you, I think you forgot to mention, but you can keep voting for the route on Three Houses till the thirty Dece- first of December.
0: Oh, good point. Uh, but, yeah. Just because we uh, are, just because we're doing a special in two weeks, and and just because a lot of the big streams that we've done, uh, we did our game day stream a couple weeks ago or a week ago. Uh, doesn't mean that, uh, that we're, yeah, donations are open to the 31st. We will continue to update everybody on where we stand voting wise until then, plenty of time to, uh, sit back and, and see when the time is right to emerge from the shadow. What are the shadow people in the game in people from the shadows in the shadows? Those who
1: slither in the shadow? Yeah.
0: Not really a great way to draw an
1: analog to a charity run, but I did it. No, not really. (laughs) Uh, But as I was saying, what is not as, uh, has a far more limited time frame is the very Fire Emblem Extra Life that we're doing on the 28th. Uh, We're going to start with a special joint episode between Sumner's Call and Two Lords Without Swords. Uh, Do a bit of a roundtable on the State of Fae. Once we're done that, around 9pm or so, we're going to do some video games, which you can join us for. Uh Ryan will be streaming at twitch.tv slash Ryan Murphyca. We're gonna start off with Jackbox games. Uh, I believe the current plan is to start with some trivia murder party. Uh and then if we uh if during the night before midnight we decide we're done with Jackbox, well, your current plan is to switch over and try out some Deep Rock Galactic. Um Like I mentioned, Ryan will be streaming at twitch.tv slash Ryan Murphyca. Uh, this is all for Extra Life. Um, I don't know if any, either of the two Lords Without Swords will be streaming. We'll have to get that info for a moment and let you know next week.
0: Yeah, I believe Opera will be streaming, and we will certainly share those details. Yes. Uh, when Because next week will be our last regular show before the special, and then we won't have a regular show on the week of the special. We'll just be putting the special on the feed. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, if anything crazy gets announced, we will certainly... Put a nod to it in the special. Don't don't worry. We're not going to completely ignore oh, yeah. any drastic changes or additions. Uh, that would be
1: yeah. most likely. We'll be mentioning who the mythic hero is, but we won't be going into details on them during the special.
0: Mm-hmm. And anybody can join in for Jackbox games. There's literally, no, I, as far as i know, there's no limit to how many people can play. Although trivia, well, there's party... like
1: seven or eight people who can actually participate in the trivia part of it. Mm-hmm. But after that, the um... Audience can participate as a group. Oh, cool. uh, and I think even the audience can end up winning the game.
0: Well, there you go. So definitely look forward to that. Um, we'll, uh, we'll definitely have some fun that evening starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Eddie, a shorter show, but a fun show. We will be back next week with some new heroes. Uh, so look forward to that. You can visit us on the web at slash Fay. Email the show Fay at Gamers in Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers in Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. A great place to let us know if you're going to be jumping in for some Jackbox games or watching our State of Fay special live. Follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy Eddie at Drellfear, and don't forget to follow at the gamers in for show updates. Be sure to check out serinesforest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning.